Hello, welcome to another edition of the Cheese Me's Cancelled. My name is Trace. And I'm Leo. And today we have a very special guest on the podcast. Jules, hi. Hi. <laughs> Jules sings with me pretty often in this group called the Philharmonic. You should check us out. Um, but Jules also has his own podcast on Kumu. I do. It's a basketball podcast called Full Core Fresh. You should check that out. But today we are going to be talking all about being a Filipino-American in the Philippines. And Jules has some pretty cool stories about our trips with the Philharmonic when we went to the Philippines. Um, in today's episode, we will talk about why being half white is the standard of beauty in the Philippines. Alcoholic recommendations when you're in the Philippines. And what it feels like when f- being Filipino is the majority in a country. Um, so yeah, let's get started. I'm excited to hear your stories from when we went to the, the Philippines. Let's do it. Hey, sorry to interrupt my own show, but I just wanted to do a quick preface on my experience in the Philippines. Um, And it's not to generalize how anyone else's experience is going to be going to the Philippines, nor anyone who actually lives in the Philippines. Um, So I just wanted to say that I do recognize the privilege that I have traveling to the Philippines and living there as an American. Um, And I do technically work in the Philippines, just remote in Los Angeles. So we did spend a lot of time you know, embedding ourselves into the work culture. Um, All of this, we didn't really get to talk about on the podcast, but it's something that in the future, hopefully we get to talk a little bit more. Um, So although within this episode, you are going to hear a lot of my like not so sober moments, um, this isn't to generalize that this is the only thing um, that is great about the Philippines. There's so many beautiful things, people and culture, um, not only in Manila, which we use, we mostly talked about Manila, um, but in all the provinces and all the different regions in the Philippines. So I just want to say that um, I hope you enjoy this episode. And if you are intrigued by it, you know, let us know. And we can talk a little bit more about the different parts of the Philippines that we got to experience. So enjoy Mabuhay and welcome to Chismis Airlines. I'm just playing. Hello. Hello. <clears throat> Podcast Network Asia. Network Asia. Okay, so in today's episode, you actually don't know what we're going to talk about today. I have no idea why I'm here. (laughs) (laughs) This episode was inspired because Leo just came back from the Philippines. Mm. And he was talking about his experience of like being a Filipino-American in the Philippines. Philippines. So we actually didn't talk about much about your Filipino trip yet because I kept being like, just save it for the podcast. Don't tell me yet. We'll talk about it later. But the reason I wanted to have Jules come is because I remember when we went to the Philippines, you had like a super cool like run and meet with your family. Oh, yeah. And no, I had a great time. Like, I, yeah, definitely. Every time I go out there, I love to see my family and, and hang out with them. But we decided to, like, just kind of do our own thing. Okay, backtracking. Yeah. My father has not been back to the Philippines since he was a child. Mm-hmm. And I flew him out for our show, too, when we were going out there. And we decided to go together to our the house where he grew up at. And he had always told me stories about what it was like. Um, growing up and they always seem like tall tales like it's like oh yeah you know my favorite game was like kick the can uh, we had this we had this uh small little stoop that we all chill on and we had a little sorry sorry store in the front that we had made i was like okay okay okay, okay. and we finally decided to go out there together and it's like everything was true it's like the movie big fish have you guys seen oh yeah <laughs> it's like everything you said was absolutely true and yeah it was just beautiful to finally be out there and like we even pulled up and they were like, wait, didn't you used to live here? Like we knew your dad. And then wow. when they met my, they knew my dad. They knew my grandpa who, who wasn't there with us, but they recognized him. And yeah, it was just really beautiful to, to be out there and like get to experience that. Cause what area was that? Mandaluyong. Oh, yeah. okay, straight up in Manila. Yeah. 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 
So yeah, we were, we were, in, we were in there and I brought my cousin out there too. And it's just like, it's just a real moment to really reflect on like where you came from. Mm-hmm. And I got to ask a lot more questions that I hadn't before. Like, how did we end up in America and things that you just don't really like get to perceive until you're actually at a place. And it turns out there's a whole story of my, my grandpa almost moved to Hong Kong instead. And we like travel agency messed up and there was all this stuff where your life could be so different. And I think just being there really brought all that to um, to perspective. Was your cousin from the Philippines that was there that you met up with? Or was it like one of your cousins from the U.S.? I had a cousin from the Philippines and a cousin from the U.S. Wow. And yeah, just like getting to experience that was, was really cool. Yeah. Did you have any of those moments when you were there? Well, so this is my, I want to say, fourth time going to the Philippines. Mm-hmm. The last time we went to the Philippines in 2019, we went to the province. So our family is from Bicol and we spent, we basically lived on like a rice field um, and it was super fun. And, you know, coming back to the Philippines, one of the most exciting parts that I wanted to really experience was the nightlife to really see. Okay, so now we're getting into the nightlife part. Oh, we don't have to, <laughs> no. oh, I'll keep it wholesome. I'll keep it wholesome. Yeah, I was no, thinking that like do. we start with like the nice, like wholesome, like well, family yeah, I mean, things. I mean, and I then we're to party. Like, no, no, no. Okay, I mean. <laughs> Anyway, wholesome. No, I, I think like the major thing is, you know, when you're seeing family, you have to have a whole ass meal. Um, and so we did that like every single day. And I think what happened, so it's it's me, my older sister, Tessa, who's my ate, and then Sarah. And of course, we have our cousin, Kuya Eugene. But when we would see family, you know, we would go to all these different like restaurants and they would treat us out. And we were eating so much that our capacity to actually intake food um, was limited because there just truly was no more room. And I remember there was this, there was this one dinner and it was Mexican. First of all, love my aunt, but I don't know why she had to pick a table outside because it was so hot. Mm-hmm. But out of politeness, I didn't say anything. Um, it was still a great meal. But like, and Tessa complained about the, the heat the whole time. <laughs> I mean, it is worth complaining about. That. I remember being yeah. out there. Yeah. We also had, a, when we were in the Philippines, we ate so much food. There was this one day we were doing like a press day. We had to eat at like 15 yes. restaurants before 9 a.m. I'm still full from that event. <laughs> yeah. We ate like sushi, pizza, and then they're like, we were so stuffed. And then they're like, okay, now you guys are going to eat a whole stack of pancakes. Oh, no, and Krispy Kreme. <laughs> Krispy Kreme. We each got a dozen Krispy Kremes. And I was looking around being like, we are so polite, and then but turned... I can't stop eating this. And then it was 9 a.m. Like, it was like, this was all before 9 a.m. Anyway, you go to the yeah. Philippines, you eat a lot. <laughs> but um, I think one of the things is like, sometimes people say like, oh, well, the portions are a lot smaller. And I remember, um, at least within this meal, we ordered multiple plates and each plate had like very small, like very small pieces of food. And I remember freaking out in the middle of it because I was still pretty hungry. And then um, my tita was like, oh, just order more. So I ordered three more plates. And then the main big thing came out. Oh. Ate, what's that called? Cuchinta? What's the the baby pork that you... you... Anyone know? Cochinita or yeah, something like oh my god, wait! Filipino American in the Philippines, <laughs> don't know. Okay, so I I can't name what the food is, but it's a baby pork, and the skin is just so luscious <laughs> that you li- what yeah. you do is why'd you say it like that? <laughs> no, because because here's the thing, I was like, what do you mean I'm supposed to crack it with the plate? Mm. And what you do is they give you this plate, and then you basically just um, slice it. Because the skin is just so soft and succulent. Yeah. And so I did that. 
And that was my first time doing it. Um, but that pig was big. <laughs> and so after that, I was like, uh-oh, I ordered like three more plates. Mm -hmm. And then all the plates came in and I felt so bad because I don't want to waste food. Um, and so I know me and my sisters are all mentally thinking the same thing, like literally, oh shit, how are we supposed to eat this? And so... The whole time, I'm like cheerleading to my mind, like Tessa's next to me, and I'm like, go Ate, go Ate, you got this, keep going. And then um, my aunt would be like, oh, who wants to eat the chicken? And then me and Sarah would both be like, oh, Ate does. Like, go ahead, Ate, keep eating. Because we literally were at max capacity. Yeah. So that, at least from the wholesome side, is what really classified our trip. Like, definitely the Filipino food, seeing family, and just like eating way too much. Yeah. So nightlife is another place that you both had strange experiences. Yeah, yeah. And this is what I was referring to earlier is when we went out with our uh, photographer, Marcelo, we ended up somehow just walking out and ended up in the red light district. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I I have no experience with that at all. And, you know, just prostitutes around and very like organized like they had paperwork i didn't really <laughs> like i think they had like yeah like um ids and stuff and i was like this is great i'm glad you girls are all have your thing figured <laughs> out um but we ended up walking to a couple bars uh like kind of pre-gaming and then we went to ringside have you heard of ringside it's it's a it's a bar where they have like people with dwarfism like wrestling each other and like boxing oh so we ended up going in there and we watched a match <laughs> And it was a great match. They they did their thing. But then we I got scared because uh, prostitutes ended up coming up to us. And I don't know. I thought they were going to kiss me. Or, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Prostitutes, yeah. I'm very innocent. So I don't know what they're going to do to me. But I was like, oh, we need to leave. We need to. So we ended up leaving. And um, I was just like talking to our security guards. We had security at that time. And I was like, let's, you know, let's go to another bar. Can we go to uh, like any like rooftop bars? And like, yeah, I'll take you to a place. We ended up going there getting drunk. And we had a really great time. But at the end of the night, I was like, like, do we like, have you ever been to this place? He's like, yeah, because last week, uh, this is a bodyguard talk. He said last week, Ed Sheeran did the same exact route. <laughs> I was like, they see that's what I'm talking about. Me and Ed Sheeran, we got to have a night out together because we have the same taste. <laughs> Okay, so your turn. What nightlife did you see when you were in the Philippines? Well, I, I think it's interesting because I wouldn't say there was a large culture shock when I had to experience the nightlife. And, you know, specifically, we went to BGC. Do you know BGC? Mm -hmm. Okay, it's... It, it's None of us live here. We all live here. <laughs> no, I, I know, but I'm just... Maybe had a wild night out in yeah, BGC. Yeah. But BGC is like a very, like, developed... Like, very new, like super developed like one of the biggest things um there is like there's this giant chase skyscraper and so it it kind of feels like you're in vegas like to be very honest because mm -hmm. like the heat is there but everything feels like you're in america still um and so there's a lot of different clubs there and we kind of went club hopping the only problem is is that we weren't like not all of us were dressed um because you know have you have to have like club attire. So you got turned away from a club because you were not dressed well enough. Yes, it, that's not, okay, it was it was my fault. That, that happens in the States. That's not like No, no, no. no. But I, I don't I don't wear shorts or sandals in the States and I did in the Philippines. Because you um, have to. Because you have to. But I didn't know. I didn't know. So yes, I was the one who ruined who that ruined that night. Yeah. But that's okay. So then another night, um, we went to Poblacion. Um, which is another place uh, within Manila. Manila is a very large place. And so we go to this, I don't know if you'd call it a club or if you'd call it a 
just a bar. But it was this like very intimate small bar. There's a DJ playing and then there's a lot of like open tables. So we're there. Our group is pretty big because it's like my family, which again is like four of us. And then we have some of our like friends from Kumu and then some of the people that we work with. And then we also had my cousin who goes to Ateneo and is like around my age. And so we're all there. And it's actually our last night before we have to leave the Philippines. So we're kind of like, in a, it's a very bittersweet kind of thing because we were there for 20 days. It was our like, you know, returning to the Philippines after such a long time, but also returning to the Philippines, having roots there. And what I mean by that is like, I've been working in the Philippines since May of 2021. Mm -hmm. So like when you mentioned Mandaluyong, like one of the companies I was working at is based there, which is so trippy um, that I actually got to go there. And so, you know, it was a fun night and we saw all these like different people and like there's obviously single people within like our our group. So we're just trying to like find targets and find people to like, oh, are you interested in this person? Whatever. So we we game planned and strategize on who because, you know, uh -huh. so we have Kui Eugene, you know, we're just trying to find him, you know, a girl, whatever, whoever's interested. And then we have JM, who's like Tessa's gay best friend. So trying to find him a guy. Um, and so we approach, you know, these this like um circle of girls and we're like, hey, guys, we brought you all some shots. Like, let's all like talk and blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, Tessa's socializing and Tessa's like the life of the party, whatever. And then we're just trying to get to know them and like. All of us are like, oh, do you think that guy is like handsome? <laughs> so what I'm getting is that this is actually not, you had no culture shock when you were, like, you just like so went out. Well, is this Manila or West Hollywood? Like, this sounds yeah, like, but I, would say, like I, I wouldn't say in America that we would make yeah. moves like that, but we were working the whole club. Yeah. Like, I'm not even joking. So there was like the girl circle there. And then Sarah was, Sarah, my sister was working the doctor table. Like there was these three guys. We go over there, you know, again, we're like offering them shots. And then we actually bought a bottle and like everyone we passed by, we're like, sip, sip, sip. So you have confidence. In the yes. In the yeah. no, see, that is a good point, though, because there is a weird discomfort with how comfortable it feels to be back in your home country. Like, I think that going out to eat food and realizing it's not weird to be ordering Filipino food mm, yeah. everywhere you go. And it's like, mm. it's not weird to eat Filipino food all the time. Whereas here, I'd be like, oh, it's like kind of strange if I go out with my friends or anyone's eating Filipino food. I'm surprised looking around to see if the restaurant's full. And to be out there for such a simple experience to be like, I feel at home in a place that I've never really been is definitely an experience that is weird. Yeah, I've said this before that one of the, the shocks to me when we went to the Philippines is that I remember looking at billboards and seeing like everyone on billboards looked like we could have been related. Not in like a... And it's so weird, like literally those are my half Filipino cousins that were like on the billboard. Like it's weird that the standard of beauty in the Philippines includes mixed with white. Yeah. And that was that was my culture shock where like watching people that's like that is my cousin Morgan on that billboard. Right there. <laughs> yeah. But that's like billboard. And it's it's so interesting because then when you're just like naturally going anywhere, like we are the mainstream, like we look like everyone else. And every time I see a white person, I'm like, you're out of place. I guess the, the last thing that I'll say is the ube alcoholic drinks oh damn like, i don't know i just think like, i drank red horse like the entire time oh yeah because everyone's like you know oh that. you make sure you drink bottled water and i was like what if i just drank beer the whole time so yeah. i drank red horse the entire trip yeah i forgot about that yeah but we went we went to this bar and like um i don't know if you've had a mudslide but they had like the ube mudslide and they had so many different ube drinks we just tried it all and it was the most amazing experience ever definitely something that i could never find in the states and 
as we shouldn't, like, unless it's Filipino owned. But it was super cool to actually be in the Philippines and like those ube drinks were so good. felt like you needed to take your life to the next level? If yes, then go ahead and check out my podcast called Small Talk with Alec Cuenca. Allow me to share with you wisdom by ancient philosophers and modern thinkers partnered with practical science-driven advice. All of that and more only here on Podcast Network Asia. All right, so we end every episode each week with a little merienda, a little media snack of something that we have been watching and or listening to that we think you should also check out. Um, Jules also hosts a podcast, um, so that could be your media end if you want. Yes, my media end is me. <laughs> um, check out Full Court Fresh. We are releasing podcasts every single Monday, and we also do our Kumu stream as well on Sunday nights. So uh, check that out. It's me and my, my, my buddy Nico, who's in the Philharmonic with me. Nice. Well, since we're talking about Philippines, my media end is this philharmonic video the k-pop versus p-pop that was mine video um that's out on their youtube and it was just super cool like going to the philippines the first thing that we had done was go to p-pop convention and it really was an experience and so you know before we went to the philippines we finished this video you know bringing together these different like um renditions of popular k-pop songs and popular p-pop songs and every single p-pop group that was covered in this um philharmonic video we watched in person and it's like their hit song so it was super cool um to work on that video and then go to the philippines um and to be honest I didn't know these groups at first. And so it kind of felt like the Philharmonic video was like the original. Um, And then we get to experience that. That's also how Sarah felt. Yeah, Uh, She was like, oh, so that's how it actually is. Because like for us, the Philharmonic was the original. Yeah. Um, But that's my Medienda. So check it out on the Philharmonic's YouTube. Yeah. And then my Medienda is going to be BGYO reacting to us singing all of those videos. I actually haven't seen their reactions quite yet. But I know that they um, had some opinions about, you know, mashing p-pop with k-pop and like we actually sang their song which is it's very it's crazy when people that we sing their song react to us singing which also might be happening kind of soon um but yeah no it, it this it was very nice to see bgyo positively react to our video well that's it for this week thank you so much for tuning in to another edition of the cheese canceled thank you for jules for stopping by and um, we stream every single Monday on the Kumu app, but you can listen to this podcast everywhere you get your podcast, but you can watch it on Spotify. So if you're listening anywhere except Spotify, head over to Spotify, download the app, and listen there. Um, but until next Friday, we will see you later.